Hello, welcome to the Two Fat Brokers uh, podcast or videocast, depending on what format you're looking at it on. I'm Ben from Abu Dhabi. Barney from Dubai. Barney from Dubai. Uh, we, we own Crompton Partners Real Estate. And today we are talking Crompton about... Crompton Partners Estate Agents, oh, I'll sorry. have you know. Yeah, Crompton Partners Estate Agents. <laughs> Yeah. Rewind, rewind. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, off plan, um, various aspects of it. What, what's it doing now? Should you be buying off plan? How's it affecting the market? You know, both in Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Manu, you want to start off? What do you think of off plan? Yeah, well, Dubai is the, uh, the, the kingpin of the off plan world. Um, I think if you bought off plan four years ago, you're probably a little bit upset about where the market is now. I um, I think mm. uh, if you're buying off plan now, I think you're going to be quite happy with uh, with the state of the market when you get your keys. Uh, I think. Why do you say that? Because I if feel. If you're buying in, now, today. Yeah, I think in four years' time, this market is going to be in a very different place. So if you're buying at today's values, you know, I think in four years' time. Four years when it's delivered. With a better luck and a following wind, you'll have made some nice capital appreciation. Uh, and the rental market, if you're buying for investment, um, should be in a much stronger place. Um, that is why I think buying now is a very good idea. I some think. real big incentives at the moment. Yeah, interesting. It looks to me like developers are taking over from banks. I think if I, if I was a bank, and I actually I did a video on this uh, recently, if I was a bank, I'd be a little bit a little bit concerned about where the, the, the developers are taking over from you guys. But I also think, you know, with these seven-year, I mean, that's where they are now, seven-year post-handover payment plans, I think it's a really nice marketing tool. Um, I think from my perspective, which is a um, which is a leverage your property as and when you can kind of mindset, um, I think it's just good marketing. Uh, I know that people in this part of the world have a very different mindset where they like to own property outright. Um, I think it also, obviously, they're the kind of people that are going to really like this post-payment plan handover. Um, so how does it work, the post-payment plan? So what happens currently, let's let's use the, the, the sweetest deal on the market right now, which is a 30% before handover. So in the four years it takes to build, roughly four years, it takes to build, you will have paid 30% of the value of that property. Now, the 70% will be paid incrementally over the seven years post-handover. That sounds like 10% a year. <clears throat> Hang on, let me get a calculator. Yes, 10% a year. Now, from a an investment perspective, once you take over your keys, once you get your keys and you rent it out, you're in the beautiful position where you'll have a tenant helping you make those, how much a year was it? 10%. Those 10% a year payments, um, which is really going to bring down your, your actual amount paid on your house. You are going to need to top that up because obviously they're not going to be paying the full 10% every year. Um, so you will have overheads, but they will be nominal. Um, Do you think people will take this up or they'll just get bank finance? My advice to anybody in this circumstance would be to take bank finance the second you get the keys. <clears throat> Why wouldn't you take the post handover plan? Um, because in my humble opinion, it is not a good business model to have property owned outright in cash. It was well, quite an aggressive payment plan. I mean, te- buying ten percent a year. Yeah, when you've got punchy. a tenant helping you pay it off, it actually it's not the huge amount, you know. I mean, if you're yeah, if you're getting maybe six, seven percent. Yeah, you've got to find five, four percent a year. But then you know, if you're buying ten, ten properties, you know, that's a that's not 
chicken feed to be mm-hmm. finding out of your own pocket every year. So my advice is once you get your keys, you leverage that property, you know, and uh, if you're lucky, en- lucky enough to have gained some capital growth, you can withdraw some of the capital value and then potentially buy another one. That's how you build property empires. That's how you make a property empire from property rather than uh, a property empire which is where you use it as a banking system or you know you you you, put your, you park your money somewhere yeah. um yeah i think it's um it's it's raised some really interesting points that the government need to address because obviously there is going to be a as you say an eight percent um increase in our properties handed over this year which is a huge amount of property handed over in one year um, Seems a lot we're going to need to grow our population by 8% this year when they normally grow at probably around between 15 to 2%. You know, I think we only ever saw a couple of years where it grew at 8% or more. Um, People like to use the, the historical average of a uh, thing between 2009 to 2015. It grew on average 7.5%, but that includes, I think it was either 2013 where it went up 15% or something. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, like yeah. so we're going to have to have some pretty, pretty <clears throat> impressive um, incentives for people to come and live here, um, which, you know, it throws up some, some interesting, interesting charts trials and questions that the government are going to have to answer but back to off plan so do you think people are really uh, motivated by this post handover payment plan do you think it's something that they'll take advantage of do you think it'll it'll drive off plan sales and do you think it's a good idea i think yes it will motivate them um because as i say this is the part of the world where people like to own property in cash um and given that opportunity to pay over a over a seven-year period with a tenant you know it makes a lot of sense if that's your business model. Um, so yes, I think it is definitely going to helping drive uh, the market. Do I think it's a good idea? <laughs> um, yes and no. I think it has its you know. It, it has <coughs> yes its and no. Yes and no. I think it has its benefits and it has its issues. Um, for me, who is a person who likes to leverage property and and doesn't like to own property outright, uh, I think it's neither here nor there. Um, you know, but for somebody who wants to own their property outright, yeah, it's nice to have a seven percent payment plan. I think will it affect the market in the long run? Not really. I don't think um, when you pay for your property is going to have a huge in, uh, issue. I think you may find further down the line if we have any sort of you know global financial issues and people do start to lose their job, you'll probably find there might be a lot of foreclosures. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to have a huge issue on the market. Um, I think so, the, the, the demand is what's going to be the real I mean, It's interesting that the, the developer's taking the risk on that the banks used to have. So if there was a foreclosure, then the developer would take you know, the risk. However, you know, it's already got 30% you know, that's been paid off the property. So it's yeah. not much of a risk no. for them. Good but point. they've got to borrow the money from the bank as well. So then you know, it, it is a cost to them. You know, but I mean, we don't. We don't have. I think we've got one one instance of post handover uh, payment. Plan. Do you? Where? I think so. I think they just announced that Al Jurf was post handover. Al Jurf. Jurf. Yeah. Uh, it's um, between Dubai and Abu Dhabi. An am- amazing uh, development in Sheikh Zayed's old sea palace. So it's on on the water, and it's um, you can either buy a plot or plot with a villa on, and it, it's off plan at the moment. It's like a very nice second home. Private developer in, or? Uh, yeah, Imkan is the developer. 
But uh, for, for Abu Dhabi, there's not much being launched off plan at the moment because the only people who can launch off plan are developers with a reputation. Um, so we've got a lot of developers with no reputation or they launched off plan in 2008 and, and you know, got their fingers burnt. So the only guys launching off plan really at the moment are Aldar. Um, in the past, we've had Bloom and currently we've Who got Bloom? Imkan. Uh, Bloom Holdings, they are a pretty big uh, hospitality, education and property conglomerate. Are they new to property? Because I've not no, heard no, no. They're, they're, they're big. Well, they've just launched two schools in, in um, Dubai, an American school and a British school. I think back to back. I can't quite. There's a, the... They're probably called There's Bloom a, School, I would imagine. No, oh. and it's a famous brand of schools. I want to say Duke, but I think that's wrong. No. Dwight, Dwight. They launched the Dwight School. Yeah, and uh, and it's uh, not famous in the UK, Dwight. Dwight. No, it's a US school. Okay, There's maybe New York, something like that. Okay, um, yeah. So in 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 Abu Dhabi, we don't have a lot of off-plan launches, and actually, people are not you know uh, people worry about buying off-plan. It's a risk. You know, in, du in Dubai, you've got a lot more household names, Azizi, Damak, Tiger, uh, Miras, Nakheel, Imar. You know, you've got a lot of those household names that we don't have in Abu Dhabi. We don't have a very deep, you know, pot of uh, experienced sub-developers. Um, so at the moment, the only guys with, with who are actually selling now off-plan are Aldar, Bloom, Imkan, uh, Reportage, so do you think these pay what do you think about these post handover payments now now they're starting to, to encroach you know i think uh, for me it's a bit of a gimmick i think uh 10 is is heavy to to pay per year for seven yep. years so i think people think it's a good idea and then they'll get the property handed over to them and they'll just finance it which i think is you know which is which is what developers are probably do you remember on. our conversation that we had in the car very briefly the other day if i was a clever bank what i would be doing um, if I was you never listen to me bank, anyway. No, if I was a clever bank, and this harks back to a video which I think will be being posted soon. If I was a clever bank, I would be talking to developers and I would be taking over people's payment plans. So the second a property is handed over, I will say to the to the owner of the property, I'm going to take over. I'm going to finance this for you. You know, normal financial parameters. You've already paid your deposit to the developer. Blah blah blah. Um, the, the the bank would then say to the developer, I am going to take your payment plan and I'm going to pay it for you on behalf of the owner. So instead of the bank coming in and paying the full amount to the owner, the bank will incrementally pay that 10% a year mm -hmm. to the developer. Meanwhile, the owner has financed his house. Mm -hmm. And as a bank, you're not required to fork out the full 70% to the to, to the developer at any one time. Because I can't imagine that a developer is offering a seven-year payment plan without having done their due diligence on it and said, what if these guys actually take us up on it? And actually, all of them only pay us seven, uh, yeah, all of us, all of them pay 70% over seven years. You know, that must be built into their forecast. So if a bank takes it or a developer or an individual yeah. takes it, it makes no odds to them. So a clever bank, and if they really wanted to be super clever, they would also only charge the interest on the amount they lend to the developer. So instead of the, the, the owner paying 100% of his mortgage, he would be paying incrementally larger amounts throughout the seven years that the bank are involved. Um, I think I probably need, need a diagram to work out uh, what's going on there. But if you're the, if you're the buyer, um, why would you use a bank instead of pay the developer yourself? 
well, like you say, it's a big chunk of change, 10% a year. So, so the buyer would take that He'd take a normal over loan. 25 years or whatever. Yeah, he would take oh. a normal loan over The bank would take years. over the seven-year payment plan. Correct. So the bank would only pay it over seven years. Yeah, makes uh, would be good business if the developer would allow it, but probably wouldn't. What do they care if they've done their due diligence on their, on their mm. seven-year payment plan? They're getting their money. Well, over seven if they years. allow it, they get it over seven years. If they don't allow it, then uh, the guy needs finance anyway. Then they get it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, from a developer's perspective, I'm sure they would rather have their money straight away, right? Same with everyone. One but check, please. They will have done their due diligence, mm. saying if we get paid over seven years, we're still okay. Yeah. That to me would be a. Or they've done their due diligence and said no one's going to take us up, on this. <laughs> and it's just a. Or maybe only twenty percent will have taken us know. up on it, and yeah, yeah. we need that twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's true. It's just a little machination I had whilst I was driving along. But you said in one of our other videos that um, you're seeing there's still quite a few launches going on at the moment. That that off plan is still. The launches you know, have slowed. Emar at one stage were doing a launch a week a um, yeah. couple of years ago, last year, uh, beginning of last year. They were doing a launch a week. You know, wow, that's crazy. Uh, but Emar are building cities. You know they're building the you know the the uh, the creek harbour development, um, which is a huge development. Take a take a look at it. You're talking, you know, fifteen plus towers. Um, it's a huge development, and they're launching it incrementally, you know, bit by bit. So mm. I don't see the launches are going to slow down anytime soon. Mm. And you know, still seems there's a bit of appetite in Dubai. Right? Yeah, I mean, we haven't seen anything from Azizi for a while. We haven't seen anything from Damak for a while. Um, you know, bits and bobs, but nothing, nothing huge. Um, so I, I think the off-plan has slowed down, but I don't think we're going to see the end of it. But uh, as we've said, as we've said in other videos, uh, if you see the see the bottom of the market coming, it's probably a good idea to buy off-plan because you buy off-plan, yeah. you get a handover in four years, yeah, yeah, yeah. and hopefully, you know, you're buying here, and then the market comes up, and you get delivered here. Yeah. Whereas, you know, buying off-plan at the top of the market, you're going to get it delivered down here. You're going to be a little bit upset, and I wonder actually if that will affect market sentiment because I know this happened in Abu Dhabi where people have bought off-plan in 2013, 2014, had it handed over worth less than what they paid for it. And I wonder if that will affect their view either of the developer or of off-plan generally and say, listen, you know, this is a, this is, this is a crap investment. I think investment. it's a bit for you to blame a developer on market. It's, it's not the developer's fault, yeah. but, um, you know, people might see it that way. But the last time I bought off-plan off so-and-so, you know, I got handed over and it was worth less than what I paid for you it. Can't be, uh, you can't be held responsible for the way people feel. Mm. And an another really interesting point, which I think we bypassed in Abu Dhabi, was if if you if you buy off plan and your property is delivered at worth less than what you pay for it, and the bank comes in and says, "Well, actually, we're valuing this at less than than what you paid for it," you might then have to add in a chunk of equity to be able to get your seventy five percent financing. Yeah, it depends. Now, on I think how much in Abu Dhabi, so far, right? they did they did some kind of. Uh, where the banks have said, okay, we'll, we'll value it at what you bought it at. Because when you buy off plan, it should be at a discount, right? I mean, when you, when you buy off plan, it shouldn't be market value. It should be, okay, if I, if I got this today, you know, it'd be worth a million, so I want a discount, you know, I'm buying it now, give me it for 900,000. Mm. Because, you know, you're basically handing over cash up to 30%, some of the payment plans are even bigger. Sometimes you pay a whole, whole amount yeah, of cash, you don't get it for four years. You lose the value of that spike. We've seen a spike in Dubai property prices when they hand over because they go from a, to, from a, from a off-plan to a real hard uh, asset. Yeah, because um, it's, it's de-risk basically. Once you buy it off-plan, you've got the risk of non-delivery. 
But yep. once it's handed over, there's no there's, that risk falls away. So correct property should in a flat market increase in value all the way I up to. I don't know over. whether we're seeing those spikes because I mean before uh, it was anywhere between ten and twenty percent of the value. So you you'd see quite a lot of people coming in, scooping up you know we'll call them deals from people who couldn't make their final payment. So you'd have an investor come in, scoop up you know a an undervalued asset. It's handed over three months three months further down the line, and they've made. 10% by undervaluing it to the buyer, and then they've made 10 to 20% uh, as soon as it hands over. So that was, you know, that was a whole um, sub-investor class that we saw. But I don't think you'll be seeing them now because I don't think you're going to get those 20% spikes. You see any secondary market and off-plan sales? People trying to sell their off-plan yeah, unit and yeah, people yeah, buying everywhere, it? everywhere, you know. It, it's, a, it's a volatile world right now. So people's, people's um, financial situations are changing. Some are, some are obviously doing very well, some not so much. So we're seeing stuff that's being being moved on still off plan at negative, you know, negative premium, you know, minus 10, minus 15% premiums. And there's a narrow bias for that because we have that yeah. in Abu Dhabi where people yeah, are approaching yeah. us all the time saying, you know, I bought this off plan, I want to sell it. But trying to find a buyer for something like that is incredibly difficult. People are happy to buy, you know, on launch direct from the developer. Yeah. But actually in the secondary market, even if they're getting a discount, it's a real struggle to find people, you know, willing to willing to drop that 30% or whatever it is, you know, that they're going to pay. No, well, so I think it's a, again, it's a different thing here because of these handover, these, these payment plans. Um, when they came in, so now you're getting people who have no real payment plan. You know, they are on their, you know, 40, 60, so 40% before handover, 60% on handover. People are looking at that and going, well, I can get a better payment plan if I buy off plan. So those guys who've got no payment plans, they, they're struggling. Um, but if you can come in and you can take someone's payment plan, take over someone's payment plan, then you have more of a chance of selling it. But then you've also got to factor in the fact, okay, how much has this guy paid already? You know, if he's if he's paid fifty percent, I've got to find fifty percent for this off-plan property. Yeah. You know, and and then I'll take over whatever whatever of the payment plans he's got. Whereas they look at other things and they go, right, I can get in at you know ten thousand dirhams right now and find you know, the rest over over the next four years. It's more attractive. So depending on how deep they are in their payment plan is how easy you'll find to sell. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Do all developers allow you to take over their payment plan? No, there's some in Abu Dhabi who don't. Um, I've not encountered a developer that doesn't. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, they want to get paid if someone's selling, you know. Yeah, it's quite an incentive if you're a buyer to be able to transfer your payment plan to someone else yeah. if the circumstances change. So you, you, uh, I think you actually still do with EMI. You need to pay, have paid a certain amount mm. before you can sell it. And you've got to pay your OCUD, which is your, I think your it's 30%. Is it 30% by law? I don't know, to be honest with you, it may have changed. I wouldn't want to go on record and say. Um, but I know well, you have to have up. paid your OCUD. <clears throat> Uh, before you can you, before you can sell it, which oh, is your four percent. Four percent. It's your registration fee. So it's your yeah. transfer fee of of an off-plan property. Yeah. Okay. Or your registration fee. But if you haven't paid that, you can't sell. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, you've been listening to, and if you're very unlucky, watching Two Fat Brokers. And today we were just talking very about off-plan. So thanks for being with us, and um, see you next time. Be good. Bye. Bye.